If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Amy Walker. And I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. And today we are talking about something that Monica swears by that feels a little mythical to me. Like um, when she talks about sabbaticals, she might as well be talking about unicorns because I'm like, I don't know how that exists in my world. So I'm here (laughs) to observe, to learn, to experience a mindset shift Mm -hmm. because it sounds like a great concept, but Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I don't take sabbaticals. Yeah, well... When I take vacations, let's mm-hmm. be clear, it's very tiring to go on vacation with seven people. And yeah. um, when my husband and I, and we do, we take like, we try about once a quarter to do like a weekend away. But even that, it's really focused on us, you know, like reconnecting and having fun together. Yeah. And so, you know, this idea of sabbatical, I'm like, it, it honestly, every time you talk about it, I'm like, yeah, when I'm an old woman, I'll take a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad that you said that because let's start by defining what the heck a sabbatical even is, right? There's a lot of misconceptions about this. A sabbatical is not a vacation. A sabbatical is not retirement. <laughs> A sabbatical is not a furlough <laughs> from, from work. The concept of a sabbatical is based on a biblical... Practice. Wait, we have to do a friend's reference first. It's also not when you lose your job because you yelled at someone for eating your sandwich. Yeah, that's, Ross. Not, that's not what that is either. Yes. No. No Ross. Okay, so it's based on a biblical practice of Shemitah, which is related to agriculture. Um, so so uh, Jews in the land of Israel will, would take a year-long break from work in the fields every seven years. And a sabbatical has come to mean an extended absence in a career, in your job, in your work, profession, et cetera, to fulfill some other goal, like writing a book or traveling mm-hmm. extensively or, you know, fulfilling some other role or something that else that interests you, like training for, you know, a, a declathon or something like that, right? That does not interest me. Keep going. Okay. Well, you know, skydiving, you know whatever. That mildly interests me. (laughs) A skydiving sabbatical? Oh my gosh, that sounds indulgent. Okay, so what you do with this sabbatical is first you have to decide whether you even want one. Like, let's just start there, right? What would you want a sabbatical for? Would you want it so that you can go write a book? You and I did a little sabbatical earlier this year for our book. And so so here's the other thing that I want to mention is that a lot of times people think a sabbatical is like this long extended period of time where you just go off to the Himalayan mountains and you just outside of the quote unquote real world so that you can go do something and like be one with your breath or whatever, which you could do that for that, <laughs> but that's not inherently what it means. And so you have to decide number one, if you even want one and what you would use it for. And the second piece is 
um, decide on the length of time. Sometimes the length of time conversation is really just practical and based on the constraints that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a sabbatical. You, you would like to take three months to go write a book, but I have a weekend. I have three days. I don't have three months. I have three days. Let's go do that, you know? Um, and then you want to do an on-ramp and an off-ramp for it. So what I mean by that is, uh, an on-ramp is just preparing yourself, clearing the decks. You know, when you get ready to go on vacation, like the, the first, the yeah. last three days in the office before you go on vacation are like really frenetic because you're like trying to get everything done and leave things so that people can do it and delegate and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of the same thing, but you have a longer on-ramp for it because there are certain things that you can delegate and automate and delete and postpone in the, uh, in the planning of that sabbatical. There are some years where the fall equinox of every year, I go to Egypt. And that's not a, like, I'll be back kind of trip. That's like, I'm gone for two weeks and I'm on the other side of the planet. And, you know, it's just going to have to wait, whatever it is, right? And so you have to on-ramp for that. And then while you're there, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's Egypt, sacred mystery school, or whether it's writing a book, or whether it's studying a particular field of study that you um, hadn't made time for before and now you do whatever that is to be fully present in that what does it mean does it mean that you only take calls at night does it mean that you don't take any calls at all does it mean that you're not having any meetings or like how we did our book writing retreat earlier this year Amy does it mean well yeah it means I'm completely available for the book except for this meeting <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to take that one right and so you want to do the on-ramp like that so you can create expectations for yourself and boundaries for yourself and so people know how to, what to expect, how much access do I have to you and for how long and when will you answer my emails, et cetera. So I'm not saying completely shut off of the world, although that's not an option, but it, it also helps to keep your sanity if you're not completely shut off. Okay, so I do workcations, mm-hmm. where, but that's what I call them is I call them workcations yeah. where I will go away or my family will go away and I'll stay and I will like crank out a project. Mm-hmm. The thing is for me though, I really enjoy that because I like to work in marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's something do. about the word sabbatical that makes me feel like it should also be emotionally grounding mm-hmm. and yep. healing and peaceful. And my workations are like turbocharged, (laughs) you know, like, I mean, you know, from the book writing retreat, it was like, okay, we need to write these many thousands of words, Yes, which means your word quota for today is, which means you need to be writing for this many hours. You know, like, I mean, it's, it's definitely three eggs for breakfast. Yeah. I'm intense when it comes to my workations. Yes. So, and, and it's because it's because for my life, um, it's hard to give complete focus to something while I'm in the middle of, okay, who ne- it's, it's the mental load, right? Like who needs to be to the dentist at what time and who needs to be picked up each day? Even mm-hmm. if I'm not doing all of the things, all of the things are still in my mind. And so to yeah. stick, take away from that and just jump in, I don't have count. a lot of, I don't have a lot of time. Like sometimes it's like, I'm going to write this book in this weekend or it's not going to get written for three more months. Yeah. Um, so how do I, would you qualify that as a sabbatical No. or no? Okay. No, I wouldn't qualify it as a sabbatical based on how you have it, mm-hmm. but it is a sabbatical for me, <laughs> based on uh-huh. how I have it, even though it's the same event, right? So even though the book retreat is something that you and I did together, 
you have it like a workation. I have it like a sabbatical. What's the difference? The difference is that for me, I set up some on-ramp stuff so that I, everybody in my life that needs to know knows this is what Monica's up to. This is who she's going to be with. This is where she's going to be. And see y'all later. Uh-huh. Don't bother me. I'm writing a book. Even though it's only three days, right? It doesn't have to be long. That's the first thing. The second thing is that I decided that this time is going to be peaceful and grounded and centered into what I'm doing. That it's a sacred moment between me and the, and the work that we're putting out in the world. And, and with you. I said to you when we were prepping for that book retreat, I said, I have a feeling that even though we're going to have a lot of keys, on, you know, hands on keyboard moments, that it's going to be transformational. Mm-hmm. So I walked in intending that. Right. And then the other part of it is that, um, like you get to choose what energy you're in. That's true. So even though you still have a lot of mental load things to manage and remember and remind other people about and making sure that such as this VA gets this done and sends this email and blah, blah, blah. Well, no, when I go on a workcation, that's the thing is that that's the vacation part is I let go of the mental load because I do the onboarding and let everybody know. But I think the part that, um, as you're, as we're talking this through, I think the, the difference maker, and this is the part that I get to work on for my next workcation mm-hmm. is, um, there's a sense of have to, uh, that if I'm going to be away from and I'm going to have everybody else manage and I'm going to take time away from the family, then I have to come home with these results, mm-hmm. um, which then takes away the exploration mm-hmm. and takes away the let's go and create and see what comes out of it. It's like, no, 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 the book will be done or it was this a fail. good, Amy Walker, because guess what? That... Okay, so can we, can we have a conversation underneath the conversation moment? Let's do it. Yes. The conversation underneath the conversation is that results and energy are somehow exclusive from one another. Hmm. And I assert that the energy is what helps you to create those results. Right? Yeah. So when you write a book because you have to, that book comes out completely differently than a book that you're writing as a sacred offering to your thought leadership and to the people that you're meant to, to impact, et cetera, et cetera. It's a, it's a labor of love, not a labor of hurry up and cross this shit off my list. Excuse my French. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like this is something that I totally think is my phase of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's definitely driven by my phase of life because the thing is, you know, that I love writing more yes. than I love anything else. Like yes. it is my favorite thing to do. Yes. Um, and at the same time, there's always this sense of obligation with time frame. Yeah. And I think that's the part that, and Hey, on the plus side, I'm super productive. It's amazing to me sometimes how much I can get done with all of the things that I have going on. But I think that that um, have to timeline takes away some of the the joy in the journey of it Mm -hmm. because it's like, yes, I love to write, but instead of really getting lost in the words and lost in the ideas, it's like, how many words per hour did I write this hour? You know? Yes. <laughs> did, I, did I hit my word quota? Am yeah. I behind? Okay, well, if I'm behind, I'll just pick up the pace this next time. You know, it's mm-hmm. okay. We're going to the, hit the goal at the end. But it's, yeah, it's a, 
It's it's definitely something that I can see. I'm I'm understanding the difference better between the sabbatical because honestly, every time you've ever talked about a sabbatical, I'm like, yeah, sabbatical and Santa Claus, those are just about as real to me. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, allow me to be a monk, a Zen monk for a second here. Okay. And to say that if you if you can approach all of life like it's a walking meditation, mm-hmm. like even the activism or the activity of your life can be an offering to the divine or that the way that I do dishes is the way that I'm showing love to God, that I'm praising God. The way that I am speaking to my children is, is an, a sacred offering to the divine. The way that I'm writing this book is a sacred offering to the divine. Then, then you can actually like bubble wrap even something that has time constraints, that has a deadline, yeah. that has a quota, whatever. You can bubble wrap that around. There's a holy instant here. And I'm going to be present to it and I'm going to be present to it because there's a deadline, but also because it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. This totally resonates with me because you know, I love God talk, but also because um, then you get to tap into God's time, which is so different than our time. Right. right. And so it's not a one for one exchange. Like when you tap into the divine, you tap into the divine's ability to send massive amounts of resources and move the universe in your behalf Mm -hmm. and allows you to create so much more in an instant than we could in a lifetime. So mm. that resonates for me. Yep, yep. I like it. Can I tell you a personal story that happened just a few days ago? Absolutely. It's tie into the how to have a sabbatical, how to take mm-hmm. a sabbatical isn't just about scheduling it on the calendar, although that's part of it, right? So the other day I went to take my car to in for service. I dropped it off and I grabbed an Uber and I came back home because I had some meetings or whatever. So I couldn't walk. I mean, I could walk back home, but it was going to take too long. So I took an Uber. So then when they called me and said, your, your car's ready, we'll be here till six. I was like, hmm, maybe now I can walk. And the reason why I wanted to walk was because one of those meetings, I was in the highest level of pistivity. You and I talked about that at the book retreat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to have to walk this off. Otherwise, somebody's going to die today. At <laughs> have to walk. So I took myself out on a walk. I was like, you know, the mechanic is only two miles away. I do three miles with, you know, like, like getting nothing. So two is nothing either. So I started to walk and as I got like almost like 0.75 miles in, and I knew that because I looked at my Garmin, the gray sky began drizzling. I was like, okay, I've done 75 hard. One of the requirements is to do an outside workout. And sometimes I have, got, I have gotten caught in the rain. Guess what? You're okay. It's all right to get mm-hmm. wet in the rain. So just handle it. And as I started, I didn't get 10 paces further than that. Then it started torrential rain. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh plot twist I was not planning (laughs) I was at the mile mark I was like if I I am at a point where I could just keep walking to get to the mechanic or if I turn around I'm gonna go home and I'm not going to get my thing done you know speaking of quotas and so forth right what am I gonna do maybe I could just sit here underneath this tree because it's you could tell that it was covering and you're not gonna get as wet under the tree I could just wait it out here as I'm debating strategies with myself in my head this sleek black luxury sedan pulls up by the side of the road and says, Hey, little lady, I'll take you where you want to go. And I was, I looked at the man, friendly looking like jolly black man, just kind of like, you know, happy to serve. And I was like, Uh you don't even know where I want to go. He goes, it doesn't matter wherever you want to go. I'll take you. And I was like, message from the universe, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he pointed to his back seat and I was like, Oh, maybe he's an Uber driver. Maybe he's a Lyft driver. This is just like his good deed of the day. So I sat in the back seat And then he goes, where are you going? 
And I said, this, it's the mechanic right up the road. It's like a big one, right? It's like one of those um, mm-hmm. franchises so you can see the sign and everything else. And it's on the left side of the road where we were. He's on the right lane. So he has to veer to the left so that he can make that left turn when we get there, right? And he's not making that left turn or, or veering. He's still going mm-hmm. on the right. And I had the immediate thought, oh my God, Monica, did you just walk into a kidnap situation? <laughs> So as soon as I said to him, as I'm thinking that, I said to him, hey, you got to get to the left. And he goes, oh, I know. As he said, oh, I know. There were two cars that passed by that I couldn't see. He saw them because he's driving. I couldn't see them from my vantage point. So those two cars are driving past. He goes, trust me, as much as I want to kidnap you, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) How are my words coming out of this man's mouth? This is just... So he finally gets to the left side. He turns, he goes to the uh, mechanic. And the way that the thing, the parking lot was set up, it would have been easier for him to just park and then I would just walk around and get wet. But he didn't do that. He moved himself around so that by the time that I got out, I was underneath the awning so that I wouldn't get wet. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a nice little gesture. That's like a nice little detail of like, let me hook you up. Right. And I was just Mm -hmm. overwhelmed with so many little details from God. I saw that whole entire experience as a memo from God. I was like, First of all, when you go and try to handle your own festivity by yourself, <laughs> you might get caught out there in the ring with no umbrella and no hoodie, right? Mm-hmm. And as you're trying to devise your own strategy about how to get here, how to get there, what should I do, blah, 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 he already has something provided for you that you couldn't even think of. I could not have orchestrated that whole situation. It wasn't, right. I couldn't boast of, look, look what I did. It, it just was so organic and authentic, right? And so even though, I had some strategy that didn't actually work out. His strategy worked for me perfectly. And I got to go to this place, which was exactly what I wanted to do in the first place. I wanted to get an Uber. This one didn't cost me anything, right? And it took me there. And the thought that he took into, let me turn this thing around so that she can get out and not get wet. I thought that was very thoughtful. And it's Mm -hmm. the kind of specificity and detail that the divine has with you that you just have to trust is, is cushioning you as you move forward and the things that matter to you. And so I'm going to say, and then then here's another, the final lesson on that is because I was, the positivity that I had was about my own integrity was being questioned with, with a client and performance issues and questions and blah, 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 blah. And, and I heard it very clearly. I was like, if God was speaking to me right now, he was, she, he, it would say, you keep walking. What somebody else's karmic debt is, is none of your business. You and I have a deal that you keep walking and you keep doing an integrity. And I promise you, because you know, I don't go back on my word that Mm -hmm. I'm going to hook it up and I'm going to take you to wherever it is that you need to go. Girl, I was in tears by the time I got through. I was like, okay, let me take my car (laughs) for the oil change. (laughs) Oh, I love it. It's it's It really is amazing. And I appreciate this episode because that was... Uh, that was the layer that I needed is I need to, when I go and I do, and I focus, I need to wrap all of my efforts and not just then, but all of the time, wrap all of my efforts. Let, let every step that I take in every movement and every minute be in praise and in connection and to glory the divine. So mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you oh, for no. sharing. What today. is it that you love it? How is it that you love it? I love it so much. I love it or too much. No, I love much. it too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
<laughs> You're just like laughing at my bad accent. I just like okay. hearing it. I just like hearing the Latin accent coming from you, Amy Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too much. That's great. Well, I appreciate you today, Monica. Just helping us all to be able to get more clarity around how we can use sabbaticals in our lives. And mm-hmm. I want to thank all of our listeners. It would not be much of a podcast if it wasn't for you. We appreciate you. We are here to be a part of your circle and to serve. So make sure that you join us in the private Facebook group and leave us a comment, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you soon. We'll be right back.